I especially dislike her calling the cellar a beauty shop, and no one calls them beauty shops. They're salons. How about we change the word salon to saloon? Lester jokes, trying to keep the peace, rightly sensing I'm spoiling for a fight. We'll call it Noreen's saloon. I'd go there for sure. I glare at him. Now don't get lippy with me, Shelby. Ruddy brown splotches bloom on her face, and her neck bones flare high and rigid, like they do every time she starts to unravel. Before you were born, my career was in beauty. I have a beauty school license, and I- No one goes to beauty school anymore, I interrupt, nipping at her ignorance, stomping over her words. They go to cosmetology school. You take a full class load an entire year, then must pass extremely difficult tests, including one on hair correction chemistry. Sandra graduated from Altrua Academy in Atlanta and was trained in styling, cutting, color, and repairs, plus nails and makeup. But most important, she's young. I crossed the line with that last word. Heat prickles my face. Mama points a razor-sharp fingernail at my face. I ain't that old, Shelby. Sandra may be some city slick hotsy-totsy, but she don't have no family to look after. She eyes me as if I'm snitching a $10 bill from her wallet, then smiles sweetly at Miss Ann. Most folks I know appreciate a $12 cut or $20 color and curl. Not everyone can afford to go to some swishy Atlanta salon. She pronounces the word salon, thinking she sounds French. Placing her hand on her hip, she rolls her eyes, now brimming with tears, and her thrust chin quivers as she turns her head from me. I've hurt her feelings and regret my words. Strange, this thing called family. Even the love tugging our hearts can't keep us from picking on each other. Her dream was to have her own shop before I was born. Mama blew it when she had me. She'd just received her certificate from the Georgia School of Beauty when she found out she was having a baby. And before she showed, she got a job washing hair before color treatments in downtown Coryville. But she had trouble adapting to pregnant life, and the combination of morning sickness and hair dye, which smells like rotten eggs, made her run to the toilet heaving moments after she arrived at the shop. That didn't go over well with her boss. Her job lasted a month. It didn't go over well with my daddy either, and he left Mama three months before I was born. He did leave her this home, which he inherited after his folks died. It may be some tin roof stick house, satellite dish and mesh catfish traps litter in the side yard, but it's got three square bedrooms, a den, a separate kitchen, and is paid off in full. We haven't heard from my daddy since. Mama gets by with cleaning jobs, and as a weekend nursing assistant at Centerline Elder Care. She met Sam Cox several years back. He worried two women raising a child alone in the backwoods of Georgia smelled like trouble, so he put bolts on our doors, made us feel safe. After a spell, Mama let him move in. First thing he did was make a sign. Using stencils and red paint, he wrote, We don't call 911 on a two-foot piece of plywood, then he spent the better part of a week carving a 3D revolver beneath the words. This sign is our warning. If you break into our house, get anywhere near my daughter, we'd have no choice but to shoot you. Coryville law enforcement's been cut to bare bones, and these days we must fend for ourselves. I centered the sign, holding it in place as he hammered it into the front door. 
After Sam, my opinion about men shifted. Maybe they weren't a pack of rabid dogs. I must have picked from a bad litter. The house yawned empty after he died. I've always wondered what happened to Daddy. Never even met him. Just as well. Mama said he was selfish and unkind. I've no feelings about that man one way or the other. I'm just grateful the divorce wasn't finalized until after I was born. In those days, I'd have been branded bastard and illegitimate if Mama was single. Damning words you don't hear spoken today. I never tied the knot with Buck, Miss Ann's father. Not that he asked. Nowadays, a single girl getting pregnant with an accidental baby is no big deal, at least not until after the baby's born. Buck's the only man I've ever been with in the physical sense, and he told me not to worry. Said he knew how far was too far, and he wouldn't go there. I wasn't even certain I was pregnant until...